Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. So we continue along with Hashem, now learning Mishnah Yud Zayin, Shimon Benoi Oimer. This is the son of Rabbi Gamliel. We know him as Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel. <clears throat> My whole life, I was raised and I grew up amongst Chachamim. He doesn't mean to boast over here. But he means to say, Rabbi Yoni explains, and being amongst Chachamim, so I observed, and I understood from watching them and observing their actions, and I learned from that all worthy character traits. And I have not found anything better even for the body, forget about the nefesh, as we'll see, but even for the body, I've not found anything better than minimizing speech by being quiet when one does not have to speak. The Rambam already speaks at length in this Mishnah, Vinyan Hashtika, dealing with the Maila, the advantage of silence. And he says, Certainly speech that's going to be harmful or incriminate a person, or it could have some gain but also some negative consequences. That he doesn't have to warn us not to do that. That's self-understood. Everyone should be careful with such a thing. If he's smart about it and doesn't want to have any disaster happen to himself. Even something that seems to be harmless if one speaks about it. For example, the Kula Revach, or there's all what to gain. He talks about his business. People like to talk about their business. Or of it's Sarah Gufoy, or things that they do in terms of uh, the pleasures that they do, or vacations that they take. People like to talk about it, or maybe what they eat, what they have eaten. Or of their employment seems to be an innocuous thing to talk about. Still, if one wants to be in the level of Hasidus here in Perkyovis, then Sarak Lamad Bedibor. One should minimize what he says, minimize talking. One should only talk what's necessary to speak. We find many Gedele Yisrael talked very little. They talked what they had to and not more than that. Certainly goes without saying to talk things of vanity, things of that are frivolous, that have no gain whatsoever. There's no point in them. Certainly there, a person should not waste his breath and waste his words speaking about them. So he quotes now two Yerushalmis, one at the beginning of Mesechdes Brokhis, one at the end of Mesechdes Brokhis. We have in our version of the Yerushalmis, Reb Shimon Bayuchai. And Reb Shimon Bayuchai says that if I would have been at Har Sinai, when Hashem was giving the Torah, he says, I would have asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to create each person with two mouths. One mouth he uses just for Torah, just for Tefillah. And the other mouth he uses for his tzrochim, to eat and to talk when he has to talk business. And one shot in that is that one mouth should be just pure holiness emanating from that mouth. Another shot is that this why even if, while a person is eating and he's doing, taking care of his bodily needs, he uses his other mouth to learn or to daven. It would have been wonderful to have two mouths. And then Rabbi Shumbayachai says, but then I looked into it more and I see that even when we have one mouth, I see people can't hold back 
from speaking Lashon Hara. Imagine if he would have had two mouths, they would speak double the amount of Lashon Hara. Here we'll read it inside Rabbeinu Yaina. Ilo Avina Betura Desina, had I been by Arsinai, Boina, I would have requested Betray Pume to have two mouths. But then Hadar Omar, then he says, Hashtad the less Lene Lachad, Loyachilna, Lameit Bisha. The world really is not doing well by the Samish Lashnar, there is in the world. Koshkein, the Havalon train, certainly if we would have two mouths, we would have both used both of them for Lashnar and Nebuch. But the point there is that we see that really we should only be using our mouths for worthy things to say, and things that are seicheldik, things that are necessary to say that will improve matters. Of simple idle chatter. And here we see we're talking about a high level. It doesn't mean that someone who just talks about nothingness and just talks about things that are not necessarily for any gain, he's doing an iser. This is a high level. This is man de bohilam avi chasidah, someone who wants to reach the level of chasidah. And that's where Ben Yenis says, the chachom akadoshim, they felt that their goof was like a klisharis. And just like you can't put anything that's choyl of mundane matters into a klisharis, a holy vessel in a besamidah, so too their mouth was considered a holy vessel and it should only have Words of Torah and Seichel emanate from it. They made us like me see me dvarim shalchol, kach loyoyim meitzim me pm dvarim shalchol. And behind the Dumri begemara the benimara that's where the gemara in the Yerushalmi at the end says kol petitaya bishin all chatter. The reason why he uses the word chatter is it doesn't mean regular talk. Even things of pitpute dvarim like the chirping of a bird. Rashi tells us parshas mitzera. Kol patitaya, all simple chatter is bishin is bad. Barmi pitetaya dairaisa, which is tav. Now, why do we call the speaking in Torah just chatter? Chaim Knievsky in his Pirishni Yushami says beautifully. He says, because even if it's not even the right pshat, you're dabbling in Torah, you're saying something, it may not even be your machavan to the truth. It's also, that's good. The Yesh Gerson, another gear so we have is kol kiravaya bishin. Barmi kiravaya dairaisa, which is tav. What does that mean? So Ben explains this year so that he has, Pirish Kiravaya, Chorisha. All plowing is good. All plowing rather is bad, except for the plowing of Torah. All words to be said and all Machshavis. Rabbeinu in the sense plowing, meaning when a person uses his mental energy and strength to understand, it's like plowing, it's like digging into something to uncover it. That's the marshal of plowing. All Devarim and all Machshavis, words and thoughts of a person, there's really no gain, it's really, it's uh, frivolous. And some understand the Choreshai, and he means like physical things. So all words and all actions, if it's the Torah and Mitzvahs, then it's good, then it's worthwhile, otherwise it's not. Continues along, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, as the saying goes, talk is cheap. Sometimes we tell our children, we say, this is how you should do it. But they see that we ourselves are not really doing that. And we say, well, do as I say, not as I do. But that's not how they pick it up as. And that's not what they how they follow us. And that's what Ben Yen is saying in the Mishra saying, don't preach about how one should 
they do mitzvahs and instruct others if you yourself are not doing that. First, you yourself do it. Be a good role model. Then, and then you can teach others. It's worthy and it's appropriate and it's beautiful when the words are coming out from someone who his actions speak louder than his words because he's being mekayim and he's fulfilling it. And finally, is going to prove at the end of the paragraph that the fact that the, the Tana put these words after Shikr and didn't put it after the first words of this excessive talk, not only in terms of the mundane matters that we speak, but even in terms of divreitera, too much talking is also could be detrimental. Even when speaking in words of Allah, don't talk so much, but rather think, contemplate about the ideas here. Think about it, how it's going to come out, what is going to be said, the svara that's going to be offered. Then they'll be well thought out, balanced, and they won't just be thrown out from a person's mind. Because when one talks too much, it's impossible that he won't end up sinning. And Well, no, that's the pshat, because I'm saying it, I'm convincing myself, that's the really the pshat, that's the aloha, and it could very well be that it's not. proves that that's why the Tana waited and said, which is talking about the Torah, and then he brings this idea It's not to be understood with the first part of the Mishnah. Otherwise, he would have put it after the first statement of it's better to have silence than talk too much, which is talking about Bidivra Elam. And then he would have said, That's how Rabbeinian explains. So it's an idea here of Shimon is teaching us that not talking so much will do a person a lot of good. And sometimes we have to learn from this Mishnah the power that a person has with his speech. And just to mention one Gemara, and there are many, and there are many, and I'll just mention one Gemara that underscores this idea of how powerful a person's speech is. And this is a Gemara in Ma'id Kandav Yudchesim and Aleph. After bringing a mice of a tragic a story over there, the Gemara says, there's this concept called bris krusalis fasayim. What does that mean? Minayim shabris krusalis fasayim. That there's sort of a, a an automatic bris that happens when one uses his mouth and says something. Shenem avayim Avram al-Norav. Avram Avinu went together with Yishmael, Eliezer, and his son Yitzchak to the Akedah. And he told his lads, he told Yishmael and Yezer, You stay here together with the donkey. And and I and the lad Yitzchak will go up to the mountain. We will bow. And then we'll return. Simply it means he's telling them this is what's happening. I'm going ahead with Yitzchak and then we're going to come back. He obviously couldn't tell them um, what I'm about to do. I have a tzivah from Hashem to bring Yitzchak on the Akedah. So it seems like, sort of as a way of speech, he told them, we're going to go and come back. Chazal tell us that's not the case. Chazal say, since Avram Avinu said, we will go there and we will return to you. That had an effect and that helped 
that indeed he and Yitzchak both were able to come back and he was not, did not have to shecht his beloved son Yitzchak. That, that he said that. So in other words, you see here a concept that indeed better not to talk so much as the Mishnah here is teaching us. But when one does talk and he says right things and he says good things, they can have a profound effect on the outcome of things. Cold tooth. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.